Webmaster Radio helps you to find your inner peace and help you discover the key to success. Webmaster Radio presents Good Karma. Whether you are a newbie or an experienced internet explorer, it's time to find the answers that you seek. Ask the questions that others are afraid to ask and earn the rewards of your good karma. And now Webmaster Radio presents Good Karma. And now here is your host, Good ROI, Greg Nyland. Everybody, welcome back for another excellent show here. Today on the show, we got Kelly Stevens of Affiliate Fair Play, and we're going to be chatting all about the lovely world of adware. So, Kelly, how you doing? Hi, Greg. I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me on. Oh, my pleasure. If for nothing else, I'd love to talk with you more because you're right down the block of one of my favorite beer breweries. I'm going to have to send you some Abita beer. <laughs> Best beer in the world. <laughs> For people that don't know, Abita Beer is a great beer in the uh, Louisiana, Texas area, very full of flavor, and, oh, man, I love that stuff. And they have their special fall uh, limited edition brew out at the moment. See, up here in New York, I don't even know those things exist. Yes. I'm lucky just to get a Abita regular. <laughs> I will definitely send you some. <laughs> <laughs> so... Adware. It's not as nice as a beat of beer, but um, it definitely has a bigger impact on my bottom line. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, what's adware and how is it different than spyware? What are we talking about today? Yeah, well, I uh, deal mainly in adware, but there's a lot of confusion out there when affiliates and merchants and uh, start talking about it, and a lot of people will call it ad, uh, spyware which is something that's actually different. Spyware are, is applications that their main purpose is to collect personal identification information. So those are like your key loggers, the guys out there who are capturing credit card information, that type of thing. When you're looking at adware, which impacts more on our industry, those are applications that are standalone that their ma- main focus is to deliver advertising in some way, and that's how they make their, their revenue. I know that there are some sectors, um, like within the adult industry, that those guys classify adware or as applications that have um, advertising built into the software itself, like, say, Adora, it's a free version, mm-hmm. you know, displays ads. That's actually not adware. Adora is not an adware application. It is a... Um, it just has inline advertising within the application itself, but its main purpose is, is to deliver email, right? It's not to necessarily to deliver those ads, so there's a distinction there. And the criteria that I use are along the lines of what security for, how security firms classify these different applications. So an adware application would be something like Zango, um, Ebates, Shop and Reminder, Shop at Home Select, Surf Sidekick, those types of applications. Gotcha. Um, and it, it's pretty much not as much a security issue, just more of let's pop up some ads here. Um, it depends on the application. Some of them are, are minimal security risk. Um, you know, they just want to generate advertising dollars. Uh, some applications will also maybe track end-user behavior, 
and then resell that information. Um, then, I mean, you, you have some more shady, less reputable adware applications out there that maybe do some more malicious type activity. Um, but those applications you don't actually hear talked about much within the industry among affiliates and merchants. I think a lot of people don't even know those applications exist. Yeah, those are the scary ones, the ones that are flying under the radar and doing things that the population in general just they're not even aware about. What, you and know, and I think within our industry, that's where I see more of a risk as far as revenue because they, aren't, they are flying under the radar and no one is talking about them, and you know, people talking about something kind of is a check and a balance to keep people behaving a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But these guys are, are just kind of doing whatever they want, you know, and no one say anything about it. <laughs> and they're probably making a good amount of money, and it's probably more of a threat to an affiliate or a merchant's bottom line than somebody like you promised that gets talked about more often and frequently. Right. Uh, and when you say a good bit of money, you know, there's a lot of people out there and they have different ideas of what a good bit of money is. We're not talking a few hundred bucks. We're not talking a few thousand bucks, right? No. And because a lot of these applications do fly under the radar and they're privately held or they may operate offshore, you know, mm-hmm. or outside of the U.S., um, no one really knows what that true dollar amount, out, you know, really is. Right. Some of these applications, I mean, I know I install applications, and I'll, I'll run, you know, anti-spyware apps or, or something like hijack this logs, mm-hmm. and those applications don't even pick them up. So if those guys aren't picking them up, <laughs> then how, how is a dollar amount being assigned to what these guys are really doing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know. I've, I've, but I've seen published estimates of revenue generated by adware ranging from $2 billion to $20 billion a year. So it's a small market. Yeah, not a small market. <laughs> I mean, and you, talk, you look at a company even like you know, Zango, who is very well known, and they have, you know, I don't know, 40, 50, 60 employees. I mean, you're not making chump change to be able to do that. And they have offices in four, four countries. We're not talking about a little amount of money. Yeah, um, a lot of... Uh guys I know. I know more than a, f- a few guys that actually have offices here in Manhattan. So right. if you're paying Manhattan office space prices, you're yes. doing okay. Yes, I, I know several companies who have their offices on Park Avenue. <laughs> so we're talking real money here. Yeah, we're talking um, real money. And who is impacted by adware? Um, short answer, everyone. I know a lot of focus has been on affiliates, you know, affiliate links being overwritten, um, uh, their, their traffic being redirected, you know, and that does happen and that's true. The reality is it's affiliates, it's merchants, and now it's the networks themselves with as many networks that are out there and with mm-hmm. the surgeons of CPA networks and, and, multi- and merchants operating um, programs, um, sometimes, you know, almost every network, some merchants, almost every network that's out there, it looks like, <laughs> they're on. So now you see, you know, and we're redirecting from one network to another network for the same merchant. So it's really everyone being impacted. Uh, pay-per-click, uh, guys doing pay-per-click are impacted. 
uh, it impacts direct media buys, CPM. It, mm-hmm. It's in every aspect of ad delivery within the industry. And I mean, is this should people just see this as a cost of doing business? That's something that I actually hear a lot of times from from everyone, um, and there's some truth to that. They equate it to you know, well, brick and mortars have you know shoplifters. It's a cost of doing business. Uh, employers have you know people walk away with stapler. It's a cost of doing business. You know that it's out there, and you just have to tolerate it. Um, to some degree, yeah, it is definitely is a cost to do in business, but I don't know too many businesses in brick and mortar that just turn up, you know, throw up their hands and say, we know shoplifting exists, so we're not going to take any action against it. Or, you know, we know there's employee theft, but we're not going to, we're just, you know, oh, well, we're getting stolen from our employees. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to go to a shopping mall and for the stores in a shopping mall to say, we don't care about shoplifting, no, we just accept it as a cost of doing business. Right. Um, and then I know a lot of affiliates say, well, I really can't do anything about it. I mean, the network allows certain behaviors in this, within their terms of service, and, you know, I know it happens, and, you know, it's just the way it is. Um, I have to say, well, you have choices. And are you going to let another business dictate what that actual dollar amount is for your cost of doing business, or do you do you take some try to take some of that control into your own hands and say, what am I going to do to improve my overall bottom dollar and ROI within my own business as an affiliate or as a merchant? Um, right. I, I particularly don't care to have another company tell me how much profit I can and cannot make because what's an acceptable level for them as a cost of doing business may not, for my business, may not be an acceptable level. Well, personally, acceptable to me is zero. That's my personal personal tolerance level, too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we we all know that we cannot achieve that in the real world, but I I, I try to strive for that. (laughs) That's my goal. Right, right. But pretty much anything above zero is when I stop being happy. <laughs> I personally like to have every dime that I'm supposed to get come my way. <laughs> yeah. I'm still pissed off with myself that um, a few months ago I had four uh, affiliate checks fall behind the desk. And they were old affiliate programs that, you know, from way back when I forgot I even belonged to these programs, so they weren't. that's why they weren't direct deposit. Right. And it was only a few hundred bucks I lost. I'm still pissed about that. <laughs> I actually had that happen to me, but thankfully it was a very, very nice merchant who, um, it's a program that actually that, that Mike Mackin manages, and he IM'd me and he's like, Kelly, when are you going to deposit those checks from like six months ago? They were checks only valid for, for, for 90 days. And I'm like, oh my God, what checks? <laughs> And actually, whenever and they you reissued mention, the checks, and they're like, you know, contacted me. Have you deposited them yet? What did they reissue them? And I'm like, thank you, thank you. He's the only affiliate manager I know that gives you a call and says, "Will you cash my money? You know, know. take my money, please." How many merchants out there would have just not said anything to you? But it was, oh, yeah. a, it, was a, it was a few hundred dollars, and hey, and I'm that might be I mean, quite a bit of beat of beer, you know. <laughs> It's a few cases worth, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But that's also a key factor when you're dealing with adware because dealing with, you know, networks that just don't allow them um, because they know uh, what's going on and they know people are driving sales one way or another. Right. So, you know, certain individuals and certain companies accept that fact and they're willing to pay out the commissions for those companies, you know, using adware. But by doing that, they're taking away sales from their hard-working affiliates. Right, and even if you look at the case where um, back home, whenever it was, 2002, I guess, when CJ Performance, Be Free, and Link Share all got together and came up with, you know, we're going to regu- you know, put out some guidelines on what can happen, what can't. And basically what, what the Code of Conduct for CJ, Be Free, and, and Performance said, and then Link Share came up with their own separate document, they afforded more protection to affiliates, but not to the merchants' own traffic. So basically what they said is, okay, if you're an adware, or as they call them, technology affiliate, and, you know, you can't, you can't redirect on another affiliate's traffic to the merchant, but you can on the merchant, any other traffic coming to the merchant, whether it's direct type-ins, the merchant's own um, paid search listings, emails, whatever. That's mm-hmm. fair game, and you can do it. Now, I can't say I completely fault the AdWare affiliates for doing that when the networks allow it. I yeah, mean, I mean, I mean, I, I have, I don't think it's it's right and it's ethical. I don't think it's it's good for the industry of what performance marketing is supposed to be. But if if your network tells you you can do something, then there are people who are they're abiding by the rules. Um, it's like even, people that even, are spamming, you know, yeah. and they have AdSense ads on their site. I can't get upset with that guy because he's making a ton of money spamming, even though I'm not happy about it, because Google AdSense is not kicking them out of their network fast enough. Exactly. So, I mean, the, the networks basically gave the seal of approval, uh, although a lot of merchants haven't picked up on that yet, but they basically gave them the seal of approval. So while it's still an indirect impact on other affiliates because that decreases the, the ROI of that merchant's affiliate program overall. So maybe you, get, you start seeing shorter cookie durations or um, lower, lower commissions overall that the merchant will do to compensate for that, especially if they have a lot of, the, of those types of affiliates that are in their program and they're all in the top you know, 20 affiliates overall for, for a particular merchant's program. So yeah. it can still have some indirect, you know, that it's not so obviously seen they're less, less tangible to the, mm-hmm. to the other affiliates in the program. Uh, and you're still definitely going to get decreased conversions for the merchant because even though they may, the adware may stand down on that initial click from, from another affiliate's link, their cookie, uh, the return days, can be impacted because the next time if the end user goes back even 10 minutes later with the direct type in, then the redirect is probably going to happen, and so the commission wouldn't go to the original affiliate off of the, the normal return day. Right. And that, um, I mean, that's stuff that's really hard to quantitate and put a dollar amount onto for, for an affiliate. I just want to take a quick break just to tell people we're accepting questions in the chat room, in the chat room at webmasterradio.fm, 
And for the three best questions that we get in the chat room, we're going to be giving away some sweet Google swag, um, which is uh, it's actually from Google AdWords because our pals over there wanted to remind us holidays are coming up and the sales are going to be increasing, so now's a great time to relook at Google AdWords. So, so is that um, the three questions that I can't answer? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. It just might be. <laughs> Um, and actually, we already just uh, did one of the questions that was posted in the chat room. Um, one of the uh, guys in there said they had a question about how the affiliate networks are reacting to adware, which you um, sort of touched on. Just any final words on that question there? Yeah, I think it depends on the network. Um, last year, I saw from the major networks that some of these guys, uh, they kind of cleaned house in a lot of some of these applications were were kicked out of the networks. They just went elsewhere. So the impact is still out there. They're just not on LinkShare, CJ, or, or, or Performix necessarily. Um, if you start looking at CPA networks, whole nother ball game. I, I'm seeing very little regulation and compliance um, coming out of, of the majority of the CPA networks. Gotcha. Um, well, now is also a good time to take our first commercial break to listen to our fabulous sponsors. Everybody stay tuned. We're talking with Kelly Stevens of AffiliateFairPlay.com, and we're talking all about adware, how to protect yourself, what's it all about, and who's it impacting. Stay tuned, everybody. Stick around. Good Karma. We'll be back after this short break. Excellent, excellent. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zafolia.com, writes Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is Definitely King. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. How do you choose the right affiliate program to partner with? Hey, all we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50% the highest payouts on the net and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. JoeBucks.com. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Com. More than a name. 
Now back to Good Karma, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey, everybody. It's Greg Niley, a.k.a. Good ROI, and we're talking here about AdWords, helping explain it and why you should actually care about it. (laughs) Because a lot of people out there, they just don't know what it's about, and therefore they don't care about it, but they should be. Isn't that so, Kelly? I would think so. (laughs) Four years ago, when I found them popping up on my shopping cart, I wasn't a happy camper. Uh, Hey, um, all right. Chat room is going crazy with questions, and also just want to remind people, it's Tuesday, November 2nd. uh, I'm sorry, Thursday, November 2nd. And if it's not November 2nd, sorry, you missed the contest. But that's what we gave bonuses for our live audience because we like them that much. That's right. Um, so we're talking AdWords here, and specifically, who is benefiting from AdWare? Um, well, the AdWare companies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the guys that are having big offices with big bank accounts in different countries. They're driving around in Porsches. Or <laughs> yeah. A lot of smart um, programmers working for them, making good money. Yeah. Um, the networks um, can benefit from it, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, traffic is being directed into the affiliate channel that normally wouldn't be there, and they get the their cut from the fees, network fees. Um, there are situations where... Maybe the manager of the of the program for the merchant is benefiting because they uh, work on a commission basis themselves, or the outsourced program manager for the program. Again, you know, are receiving um, either commissions off the total revenue of the program, or if they reach certain uh, levels, receive bonuses. So there's a lot of people. Um making some nice change, little change off of this, huh? I, I, and I think, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of, um, I say that politics of the industry really drive it um, because it, a lot of people can benefit. And mm-hmm. reality is when they, I mean, there's a lot of, thankfully there's a lot of money floating around on online advertising now. Um, but when that is there, then there are people who are maybe don't seek good karma necessarily. <laughs> and... You know, we're gonna gonna get their little the cut their little piece of the pie too, wherever they can. Um, so, you know, an affiliate may contact a merchant, but if they don't understand the politics or the dynamics of maybe who is managing that pers- uh, program and what their their values are or what their financial incentives may be, you may just be kind of you know talking to a brick wall on it. It's just reality. Yeah. Um, and how have these practices changed over time? Um, I think there are more applications out there now. There, if you look at just adware itself, there there are literally hundreds of applications. If you start putting in toolbars, considering browser toolbars, which some oh, of them, man. some of yeah. them, you know, Google toolbar. Hey, you know, Google's <laughs> not going to be as evil as some people say Google is. Uh, Google is not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen any, any indication that Google is popping up ads or redirecting traffic through their toolbar. But those behaviors can be done through the technology of just the toolbar, and there are companies who, who will do that. 
So if you start factoring in toolbars, you're talking, what, tens of thousands? Who knows? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. But So if you're going down the toolbar road, you're pretty much in the adware forest, and you're I mean, going to bump into it unless you stick with the really big guys like Google or Yahoo. You, you really could. I mean, they're, they're legitimate. I mean, I've seen smaller, smaller toolbars that are really just for branding of a site or stickiness to the site. They don't do anything they shouldn't. You know, they basically function like a Google toolbar. Um, but the, the, the issue is, is they can do other things. So how do you know if, if they're being a good toolbar or a bad toolbar? And the Ooh, I know how. I know, I know. How, how? I you can win you. a prize. <laughs> <laughs> I just ask you. You reverse engineer all that stuff. <laughs> you have to test them. I mean, and... and, and I, even I even I will admit, for me to say that I can test every single uh, toolbar out there is, is somewhat unrealistic, <laughs> 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 because there's probably tens of thousands of them. Um, so you have to start focusing on the bigger ones, the ones that have the, the higher, you know, distribution on desktops or, or You browsers. mean you don't have free time to test like ten thousand toolbars? Yeah. <laughs> and by the time you've tested those, the next generation's already out. Yeah, I mean they can they can change their every time you you reboot your computer these applications update themselves. So it's basically you know not only are there all these applications, but they can change their behavior between every boot of your computer. So um, so I think the the prevalence of them and it definitely makes even for for companies um, networks or merchants who want or try to maintain a certain quality of the traffic and sales that are being generated through their you know their programs. It, that it's a huge compliance issue when you're talking about that many applications and people that you're trying to keep tabs on. I think the other change over the last several years, I think a lot of affiliates still think of adware in the terms of just their own affiliate links. And again, um, these guys go where the money is, just like the rest of us, you know. Um, and I've seen a, a, a real shift into pay-per-click search. For these guys, and again, also um, you know CPM type things. Um, mm-hmm. So, and then I'm seeing cross-channel. I mean, there's been a whole growth, I guess, of um, ads being redistributed through companies, ad brokerage type companies out there. So now. When sometimes when I get a pop up, I may see that ad actually track through three or four different companies before the ad is delivered, and it may go through a start off with, with a pay per click search engine, go through a CPV media company, then through an affiliate network, or it may go through four CPA networks before the ad is delivered under you know five different affiliate IDs. So, Hot potato. <laughs> I mean, when you start having that kind of layering of corporations, one thing is you lose accountability. You know, before, oh, yeah, good luck trying to follow it. Well, yeah, it does give me headaches. <laughs> I have literally spent two hours sorting out the, the, the ad delivery stream off of one pop-up and then, you know, have a bloody forehead from beating my head against the wall. <laughs> And say, so, you know, and then you say, okay, well, who do you point the finger at that mm-hmm. really, you know, that really did the deed, <laughs> or do you point it at everybody? 
And I think that's the issue that the, the industry is, is grappling with right now, is, is how do we assign accountability and who, who is held accountable, you know, yeah, when because things ask, go really, really wrong. Right. I mean, if you go around asking 9 out of 10 people who are knowledgeable about adware, 9 out of them are all going to say they hate it. The 10th one, he's the guy cashing the check, so he's going to be quiet. Right. Um, <laughs> but if everyone's saying they don't like adware, how do you stop it? And as you're saying, when you have all these multiple layers in there, it's very hard to point the finger and say, don't do that. Right. I think as an industry, we're, we're not going to have a choice but to come together and try to find solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the federal government is becoming more and more interested in these issues because consumers, as much as we would love to think that consumers just love seeing our ads, <laughs> they really don't. So, you know, an a, a end user who... Um, walks away from their computer and comes back an hour later to find 20 pop-up windows that they have to deal with is probably an unhappy consumer. Uh, and, you know, they're fussing about it. And, you know, spyware removal companies wouldn't be making the money that they are now if consumers loved adware, regardless of how much adware companies like us to think that the consumers just really, really want their, their application installed on their computer. Um, Government is becoming very interested in it, and, you know, there's pending legislation. Some states have already put some legislation on the books. There's federal legislation there. FTC is getting involved. I think as industry, we want to ask ourselves, to what degree do we want the federal government stepping in and telling us how we can do our business? Right. I know I don't particularly want to see that happen. No, because whenever they do that, they take away something I enjoy, like online poker. That's right, exactly. <laughs> How am I supposed to play poker with my friends from across the country, you know? That's right. I mean, um, we know the government always gets it right, huh? <laughs> I mean, I know I know that since can spam went into effect, boy, my spam rates have just like almost diminished, right? <laughs> Yeah, if you want something done right, uh, give it to the government. Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. Um, <laughs> I mean, can spam has been quite effective for a reduction of spam, but there's definitely been a burden put on businesses because of that of that legislation. Uh, so, you know, to what degree do we want the government stepping in? I mean, they told us they told our industry two years ago um, during the Adware FTC hearings, you guys self-regulate, or we're going to have to come in and do it for you. And I haven't, right. seen, I haven't seen that self-regulation occurring. Hopefully, we can start making some moves along those lines. Um, so I would hope, but I think there's a lot of people making money, so I don't know how much motivation is there either <laughs> for, for that to happen <laughs> from within our own ranks. I, I, there, are, there, are, there are people within this industry who are very concerned about the issues. Um, so I hope we can start seeing maybe a better coming together of the minds to try to find the solutions for it. And, and online advertising stepping forward and saying, okay, hey, look, there's some things that just aren't okay. Yeah. Um, are adware companies really just like the affiliates and the publishers out there, or is it bigger? Um, what do you mean, just bigger than? Um, bigger than just affiliates and publishers. Uh, yeah, it, it is bigger. Um there's some companies that I've traced back to that, um, can I name names? 
Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. in trouble if I name names. <laughs> now, we're not saying they're still doing it. We just know at one point they came uh, across this is, your this reverse is, engineering. This, no, this is, this is still going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So but they shouldn't be doing the, it. Who's got the hand in the cookie jar? Who's got... There is an application out there right now, look, look to me, that um, if you go to some of the major security sites and search for them, uh, they're considered one of the uh, bad players, right, as far as how they interact with the end user's consumer, a bunch of bad installs, really hard to remove, that type of thing. <clears throat> Drive-by installs, and they'll, they'll reinstall themselves, and that... I equate it to kind of what was going on a couple of years ago with, with cool, cool web search as far as mm -hmm. how consumers feel about this, this particular piece of software. Well, that's because consumers just aren't smart enough. Like when they delete something, they really well, know that they didn't want to delete that, so we'll just go reinstall it for them. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to leave those few little registry keys that will come back and trickle that software back onto you over time on your computer. So. Two months from now, it's back again, and you just have no idea how it got there. Yeah, it's, like, it's I didn't, an I didn't download anything. I didn't install it. But look, it's an unpublished feature. That's what it is. Yeah. Look, look to me is rated as one of the top ten um, most prevalent installs by uh, several reputable, reputable um, security companies. And uh, top threat, they're considered a high-level threat by, like, um, McAfee. Mm -hmm. Look to me, when I started investigating them and, and following domains that they own and corporate records with filed in certain states that they do business in and putting connecting dots, they own the same company. This adware company is the same company, media company, um, AdMedian, which sells CPM and CPC ad inventory. And boasts like ten thousand publishers <laughs> within their ad network. They're an ad. It's an ad network. They also have a, a division, a separate company that detects click fraud. Can you imagine? <laughs> That's some pretty good detection methods going on there. And they promote this as, as part of the service of their of their ad network is prevention of click click fraud and impression fraud. And they're an adware company. That is beautiful. You know. Uh, to see someone doing that, <laughs> they're and, 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 and you go to their website, you go to AdMedian, and, and you go to their, their little, you know, their website that they've saved so many millions of dollars for their advertisers and click fraud <laughs> through the system. Who, who's going to know? Who's going to know? I mean, most people, I mean, it's a, it's a very well-designed website. Mm -hmm. you, I mean, how do you know who you're really doing business with? I mean, I had to do a lot of digging you know, um, thank goodness for things like who is history, <laughs> and you know if you're if you're a registered corporation, you gotta file you gotta file with Secretary of State. Uh, it took a lot of digging on my part to to make all those connections. But I mean, this also does raise a very interesting question: um, What if the consumer really does want the adware? Shouldn't they be able to have it? Because as you're saying, there's this adware company out there, and they're saying we're a solution for click fraud. So I'm sure there's a lot of consumers out there that are scared of click fraud because they've heard all of this hype, and they don't know if it's true or not, but they're fearful of losing money. So they're sure. going to want this program here. You know, um, what should 
these consumers be told? Yeah. Um, well, as far as if you're talking about consumers, like the people who are buying, you know, off of our affiliate links, uh, personally, uh, consumers need to be protected. But the consumer's interest and our interest as marketers are really two separate things. Mm-hmm. I don't see men- people thinking about it as in two separate ways. One, one thing I hear all the time is certain software, and it's certainly not, not a, a piece of software like look to me that does nothing but just generates pop-ups, right? Right. You're going you're gonna to be hard-pressed to convince me that a consumer is sitting there saying, I, I really want a piece of software on my computer that does nothing, absolutely nothing at all, except give me pop-ups. I'm just not going to believe that. <laughs> That's good for manual dexterity. Yeah, you close it out all those windows. <laughs> um, it's a game to see how fast you can close up the pop-ups, you know? I, I, really, I really want to know who those consumers are who's just, like, wanting nothing but advertising thrown at them because I really got some of my own advertising I'd like to, to send their way to. <laughs> Spoken like a true affiliate. Good yeah. for you. <laughs> but if you, look at, if you look at other types of applications like the rebate applications, right, the rebate mm-hmm. reminders, mm-hmm. like eBay, right. Shop at Home and Select, those guys, or the sh- now we're getting a lot of sh- uh, shopping comparison applications that you know put up. Uh, you're visiting a website, whatever product you're looking at, then they'll they'll pop up a list of you know products with all the different merchants. You know, give you shopping comparison prices. So there's potential value to to the consumer, to the end user in those types of applications. And the issue does come up well the end user may actually want that. So can we come in and tell that end user, no, you can't have that, that rebate application or that shopping comparison application. And I don't think, no, we shouldn't. We shouldn't tell the end user what they can and can't have on their computer. You, Greg, should be able to, to install whatever you want on your computer, right? Whether I like it or not, you should be My able to have My wife doesn't say so. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> she totally disagrees. <laughs> no, no, no matter how crappy I may think something is, if, if somebody out there wants it, then they should be able to have it. But saying that, saying that does not mean that just because the end user wants it, and this is the real slippery slope that I think um, we're, so we're starting to go down within this industry, it doesn't follow to me that we say just because the end user wants that piece of software that software can then, can then behave and generate the revenue any way that they want. I'm not ready to say that I'm going to allow some consumer that I don't even know sitting on their keyboard make a decision on my contractual agreements and how I get paid by the people that I do business with. We have never, I mean, Consumers may drive the market by saying, I'm going to purchase something or I'm not going to purchase something, and that's how it's supposed to be. But to dictate exactly how we get paid, I personally don't want to put that in the consumer's hand who has no idea what's going on. Yeah. Uh, You know, I don't want to – just because a consumer says, I want this shopping comparison application, and they downloaded it, freely of their own intent does not follow to me to say that now that shopping application can override affiliate links or do whatever it wants to generate revenue. I think that those issues, how, the, how we do our business within online advertising between each other and where our contracts, which are terms of service or legally binding tr- contracts, isn't left up into the hands of, of a consumer. 
Yeah. It, it's almost as bad as if uh, the government steps in and regulates it for us. Yeah, and I've actually had merchants, you know, I, I did a presentation recently up in Chicago, and um, at the end of it, I was actually showing some newer applications out and saying, okay, look, these guys, these are some new behaviors, it's gray areas, these are, these are behaviors that we really haven't talked about as an industry of whether we're not going to allow or not. And I showed a couple examples. I said, okay, what do you think? You know, is this good behavior or is this okay to, do, to, to drive affiliate traffic this way or not? And they said, well, I don't really like it. I had several merchants say, I, really, I don't really like this behavior, but it was a consensual install. The consumer wanted it, so I have no control over it. And it actually turned into a very heated debate that I wasn't expecting. And I said, what do you mean you don't have control? Sure you do. <laughs> As a merchant, you have control over what you allow in your, in your program. You have the ultimate control over that. You, you have the bottom, the last say in what you will and will not or how you will and will not allow your affiliate to, to bring traffic and sales and what you will and will not pay for. Louisiana girl going into a crowded room, opening up a can of worms. <laughs> you start in all that trouble saying, hey, here are some programs that consumers really want, but it's stealing affiliate sales. Do we allow it or not? You know? You've got to ask the hard question sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're like, well, I want to be able to install whatever I want on my computer. And I said, you can. <laughs> That consumer can install that program, but you can say, you can tell that adware company, but your your software cannot behave in that way. At least if you're gonna if you're gonna be in my program, you you have to modify how your the programming of your of your application. Oh boy! You know because I have a I mean I'm sorry. Is is a merchant? You're not sorry. No, you, I'm not. Because no. actually, not only do I like to an, open a can of worms sometimes, I, I like to open a can of whoop ass sometimes. <laughs> but um, you, you you have to say, you know, as a merchant, I, I if I'm if I'm a merchant and I have an affiliate, an affiliate is popping up. I'm partnered with this person, but they're also popping up my competitors on my website as a merchant. I don't know. I have to think about that one. I mean, I have to think about what's the value of, of this affiliate who's divert, potentially diverting my own traffic to my competitors also. They might be bringing me traffic, but they're taking away traffic too. I'm going to have to think about that. That is the problem when you're talking adware. It's a two-way uh, road and I, here. And on. I really don't care if the consumer wants it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to kind of assume that he wanted to be on my site to begin with because he was there. <laughs> right. You stole the consumer first, fair and square. You That's know? right. <laughs> There's no stealing back. <laughs> you got him. You're holding on to him until he hits that cash register. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, and if they're doing it on my shopping cart, then I'm going to probably be really upset, Merchant, uh, if they're trying to divert that traffic away when, once I, I finally get that consumer on, on my shopping cart. Uh, hey, do you think um, AdWare is responsible for poorly converting merchants? What? Since we're talking about, um, you know, shopping carts and all that stuff. You think uh, there's correlation between poor conversions and AdWare? Um, they can, they, how can there not be? 
talking about? Well, I mean, there's a lot of reasons you could be having bad conversions. Well, it, it, it can be part of the reason. One thing that I, I hear affiliates a lot of times, like on message boards, somebody will post every once in a while, somebody will post like a, the merchant list for you promise. And, and invariably, uh, affiliates going to come along and, and, and respond and say, oh, merchant XYZ, you know, converting terribly for me, now I know why. And I'll say, really? Because Merchant XYZ has been partnered with you promise for three years, and your conversions just went down in the last three months, so I don't think it's probably, you know, that what you're seeing is related to you promise because that's been going on for three years, right? <laughs> yeah, nothing new happening here, guys, you know? Right, so whatever, you know, there was, there was a baseline there for, for how it was impacting on your conversions outside of the three months where you saw the drop. So something else is going on. Um, there's a danger in that. Definitely it impacts people's conversions, but there's a danger in affiliates who just easily write it off to adware instead of really looking at what the problem, what other problems may invo- be involved with poor conversions for a merchant. I mean, some merchants just aren't going to convert, <laughs> you know, for whatever reason. Um, so I don't think they're, they're doing themselves any good when they just write it off that quickly. You know, it's an adware issue. Now, I have to instances just- where it is, where it is directly related. I've done mm-hmm. consulting for, for affiliates along those lines, and we were able to establish that it was directly related. But, I mean, you're, you're into ROI, right? So you know that, that there's a lot of factors, and I think a lot of affiliates, especially newer affiliates or smaller affiliates, don't have really good analytics on their own back-end systems you know, to, to be able to make informed judgment or to try to figure out what's really going on. Right. Tell you what, let's take a quick commercial break right here, listen to our great sponsors, come right back, and we'll talk a bit more about what people can do, affiliates, um, to actually combat adware a bit because that's something that you do a really great job with. And then we'll also answer a um, bunch of questions I have because it seems people really want that Google swag. Um, we got poker chips to give away, uh, we got a Google sweatshirt, and we got something else. So stay tuned, everybody. We got a lot more to talk about. Stick around. Good Karma. We'll be back after this short break. Excellent, excellent. Google AdSense. How do I earn from thee? Let me count the ways. Google, you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site so my visitors keep clicking throughout the day and night. It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com slash AdSense now. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. 
TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, TextLinkAds.com. Now back to Good Karma, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey, everybody, it's Greg Nyland here. We're chatting with Kelly Stevens of AffiliateFairPlay.com. Um, and Kelly, is that the best place for people to go if they're interested in learning more about adware and your services? Yes, it is. Excellent. Um, so, okay, we've talked about, you know, how people are running adware. It's huge money we're talking about. This isn't a small problem. Um, it's really got to get addressed. And what can individual affiliates do to, you know, protect them, uh, their revenue here? I think the first thing is to educate themselves. I'm a firm believer in knowledge is power. Um, how do you combat something that you don't understand or understand correctly? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I talk to an awful lot of affiliates from from newbies to very seasoned veteran affiliates making lots of money. There's still just a huge um, lack of understanding. A lot of the information, um, what they're basing their, their business decisions off of, is information from, you know, three and four years ago. Well, what in this industry stays the same for that length of time when you're talking about the Internet? Uh, adware isn't any different. So I think that they need to understand what's really going on. Um, where, where are your major issues? Where, where are the major risks for you? Um, also, I think having, you know, communications with, with their merchants. Um, Again, a lot of times people say, there's just really nothing I can do about this. But merchants will respond. If they have enough of, of their true value, um, value-add affiliates come to them and say, hey, look, you know, you're partnering with these guys. It's impacting my bottom line. This is becoming an issue for me. And, yeah, I'm making money with you, but I know I'm not making as much money as I should be and could be making with you. Then, you know, you, you, as a merchant, you need to address this issue. You know, I'm bringing you quality traffic. I'm bringing you true incremental sales. You need to show me that you value that relationship. And merchants will respond to that. Uh, I think that I've seen it happen in the past many times, but I think that to some degree affiliates have gotten frustrated with this issue. Mm -hmm. So they just, again, they just kind of like, you know, they don't do it anymore. And again, as soon as, you know, pressure's not there, then... People aren't going to respond to if there's not, no pressure put, you know, being put upon them. I think that um, there are ways now that you can detect uh, in some instances. You know, review your logs. Um, not all, but some of these um, applications will actually put a user agent. Zango, 180 Solutions now does that. Check your logs. Look, for, look at the user agents and, and, and look to see, you know, if you see consumers coming through your website um, that have, you know, adware application names as a user agent in your law files, and then make that correlation, pull that data out, and say, okay, look, you know, these guys came through, they clicked through here, they went to this merchant, and, and then, you know, run some, some analysis on it and say, hey, is, is this adware traffic How's those conversions with this merchant as compared to the traffic that looks like is clean? And again, 
you know, not all adware will do that, but you can start, kind of get a feel and see, you know, if you're having problems or not. I think affiliates becoming more sophisticated on their end, again, with their own back-end analytics and having those kinds of systems in place so they can, they can try to um, see what's truly going on with their own business just like merchants do, right? What's converting, what's not, um, and, and not just using the stats that the networks are providing you, which we know are always 100% accurate, right? Plus <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> the merchants and their up-to-date statistics. Yeah, yeah, that, that APC rating really tells me a lot about really what's really going on with that with that merchant, right? Exactly. Or yeah. my own my own particular earnings with that merchant, right? It's <laughs> a very valuable statistic. Um, so I think <laughs> I think that you know affiliates themselves are maturing as far as you know being business entities, and we definitely have you know major corporations coming in. Um, now as affiliates, and it's not just mom and pops. I think that mom and pops are going to have to start implementing, and there are solutions, you know, available out there now along those lines for smaller affiliates, but I think it's going to be even more critical for smaller mom and pop type affiliates to remain competitive against these huge corporations that are coming in as affiliates, you know, to start being more savvy along those lines of making true business decisions off of, you know, better data um, of what's actually going on from their own website and within their own business. I'm going to be jumping into questions here because we're running out of time and a lot of people are curious here. Um, Question starting off, does AdWare impact organic search any different than it impacts PPC? Um, No. In other words, it will just as likely to do its thing, whether the traffic came from organic or, or pay-per-click. Definitely for the pay-per-click affiliate, that can impact their ROI much more quickly than organic because they're paying for that traffic. And, and I've actually done some consulting for affiliates along those lines who were losing a ton of money on, a, on campaigns, and we were able to ascertain that it was because all of a sudden those particular merchants that they were promoting were getting hit pretty hard by some adware applications. And actually, in one case, we were able to prove it with the merchants themselves. Wow. It wasn't a pretty site. And it does, and it does happen. Merchants. So it wasn't the click fraud height. It was actually adware. Yeah. Now, adware can do click fraud, but in this case, it was the merchant themselves. Um, it was an in-house program. Mm-hmm. They, just, they just assigned themselves an affiliate ID which they left a track of elsewhere on the Internet, so I was able to. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not a rare occurrence. I've come across that several times myself. So you can see, I mean, sometimes merchants will do that with their own pay-per-click ads so they don't double pay, right, AF commission off their own pay-per-click. So Mm -hmm. they'll just assign a AF ID to themselves, and then they run their own pay-per-click through that. But this this merchant was buying traffic through Zango, targeting their own website, basically using it to skim their affiliates by overriding their own FID over the affiliate traffic coming through. This particular affiliate was doing pay-per-clicks that weren't cheap. They no longer do pay-per-clicks in that particular vertical. (laughs) Yeah, 
that's they, they, that really they modified they modified their business plan. This affiliate is doing extremely well, making a lot of money because they investigated and they modified their program, and now that merchant doesn't doesn't get free traffic from anymore. Um, got another question here. Firefox already lets users deny all cookies. Will that stuff stuff up the affiliate industry? And if so, will it then become an industry standard? Um, it, well, Internet Explorer will allow you to block all cookies. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that big of a thing because people like cookies because it enables them to have nice things like storing usernames, passwords, yeah. and things like that. Well, what was what, at one point a few years ago, what was really becoming an issue with cookies were actually the ad removal software, spyware removal software, and ad blocking software were flagging cookies as spyware. They've uh, and automatically deleting them, <laughs> and they've. Those guys have stepped back on that, and a lot of, most of those guys now make it, you know, an option to the end user, um, and, and they'll just automatically wash cookies. Now, the issue with Firefox is a lot of people who in the past have said that was protection against adware because, you know, everything targets Internet Explorer. Mm-hmm. You be, use Firefox and you're protected. I said way back then, it's just not, they're not programming it because not enough people are using Firefox, right? I mean, they're... They go for the the bulk, just like the rest of us do, right? Right. Yeah. And and that is what I'm seeing now. Um, I'm seeing more and more adware applications that will function with Firefox. So just because your user, your the consumer is using Firefox, doesn't mean that your your links aren't being overwritten. There's some of the bigger ones. Um, when you when you now works with Firefox, um, I've had several that actually work with um, Opera, Firefox, and Internet Explorer. So um, I think there's more of an impact along those lines. Although still most consumers use Internet Explorer is, is the bulk, and it's mainly webmasters using <laughs> <laughs> Firefox and other ones. But um, I am seeing programming that are now targeting other browsers outside of, of Internet Explorer. All right. Kelly, unfortunately, we've got to be wrapping it up because I'm yeah. getting a sign from the producers saying that well happy hour well starts well in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> And he never wants to miss happy hour. That's you know? right. Um, so, final words of wisdom for adware. Um, you know, educate yourself. Educate yourself. Know what's really going out there, on out there, and don't just sit idly by. You know, protect your revenue. Make as much money as you can out there. Educate I- yourself. Go visit Kelly's site, affiliatefair.com. Yeah, and I do want to mention real quick. Oh, if. Mm-hmm. if they click through the, onto my blog link um, from affiliatefairplay.com. Um, do have uh, Rhino Fish Media has actually um, donated a free membership to our service for a year subscription for an affiliate. It will be Ooh. given away next week. So all they got to do is post on my blog, let me know that they're interested, and they have a chance to win a year membership. So that's even a bonus. I mean, um, I've just contacted people in the chat room that were given those questions, um, and they've got free swag from Google AdWords. Um, We gave away poker chips, we gave away a sweatshirt, and we gave away a Google Ladies hoodie, I guess is the best way to talk about it, this thing. Um, Got a really cool-looking Google feminine symbol on it thing. But even bigger than that, you get a free 
year-long subscription to Kelly's service, which is pretty freaking But they have, a chance, they have a chance to a win. A chance, a chance. <laughs> because let's not get crazy about it. Yeah, that. let's not get crazy here. <laughs> Thanks so much, Kelly, and everybody listening. Thank you have you. an excellent week, and we'll see you all next week. Bye-bye.